Welcome to the Self-Care Tarot Podcast with me, Kat Crawford. A podcast that uses tarot to delve a little deeper into self-exploration, enhance your journaling and aid with spiritual development. Hello, welcome back my loves. How are we all doing? I hope you're ready for a big episode today because we're dealing with that inevitable quarter-life crisis that comes for all of us. It is the Saturn return and I feel like I've just gone straight into it. Now I'm worried that I'm going to scare people. (laughs) But yeah, we're talking about Saturn return today and just what you needed after the festive season and (laughs) the nice easing into the winter solstice. So I've written a few blogs and newsletters about Saturn Return over the last few weeks and I also created a free guide that you can download from the blog so I'll pop a link to that in the show notes so you can check that out if you want to learn more about Saturn Return. But essentially a Saturn Return takes place when we reach our usually 28th year on the planet and tends to last up until we're about 30 give or take. However the repercussions of it can completely alter like the rest of your life it's a complete change of pace a complete change of direction so I told you it was a big one that it's gonna be a big episode and to help us tackle this pivotal moment in our lives I've enlisted the support and the guidance of two major arcana cards so that is the tower and the world now the tower we have covered in its own episode. I think it was episode 22, so not too long ago. However, I wanted to work with the card associated with Saturn, which is the world, but on its own it didn't really feel like it had the darker and more catastrophic. I don't know whether that's too big of a word, but the kind of... um, messier elements of a Saturn return. So essentially it was too positive and we're about balance on this podcast. It's not all about love and light. Sometimes it is that kind of shadow shadow and shit, as I like to say. So I don't know if that's the technical way to put it, but that's that's what I'm going for. So yes, we will be working with these two powerful major arcana cards to start to delve into the topic of a Saturn return. And that's what we're going to be working on in this episode. So if you are about to hit your 28th year on the planet, or you're currently moving through a Saturn return this present moment, then this one is for you. So even if you've been through it and feel like you maybe could have handled it better or you could have learned more from this period in your life. Maybe this episode will help you to review and go back and kind of pick up those pieces. So let's not procrastinate any further, settle down, get comfy and let's dive into the world of a Saturn return. So today we've got a double whammy. We've got two of probably the heaviest hitters in the Major Arcana working together. So the Tower, everyone's fave, and also the World, which I don't think we've covered on its own. So this is going to be the World's first outing on the podcast. So the World is the card of Saturn. 
And not only that, I always associate it with the kind of the end of a Saturn return because it symbolizes ascension and that kind of completion. That's exactly what happens to us once Saturn has moved on its merry way. So we look around and see that we've ascended into a new way of being. We've kind of leveled up. The tower, however, is the card of Mars. So that kind of angry, war-loving energy that wants to just watch the world burn. This, to me, is what Saturn Returns creates. It destroys everything we thought we knew in order to build a stronger, wiser, and more enlightened version of ourselves. So we can see these two cards not necessarily work, working together as such, although they are in cahoots and after the same sort of outcome. They symbolise the beginning, middle and end of this journey. So the tower is how we feel when Saturn return kind of hits home and we start to realise that it's kind of going on. And then the world is the feeling we get as we start to come out of it and what we're essentially left with once all the chaos has kind of settled down and Saturn starts to move away and, and start a new journey around the sun. So let's circle back to the tower in this context of a Saturn return. The tower symbolises how our familiar limitations, beliefs and structures that we've built up to this point are now being challenged and rewritten. So the tower is essentially destruction. It is the clearing of the old so that there is room for the new. And this can leave us feeling like our whole world has collapsed around us, like not a fun feeling, but like we talked about in episode 22 with the tower, where we kind of covered the tower on its own, everything that falls away and kind of crumbles to the ground, gets cleared away, was always meant to serve as temporarily. So we were never meant to live in that tower for our whole lives. Now, the world is the very last card in the cycle of the Major Arcana. So it symbolises completion and ascension and contraction, aka kind of pulling everything back together in order to start a new cycle. So once we reach the world, we've learned all the lessons that this cycle had for us, and now we're ready to level up, to grow into a, a wiser version of ourselves and open ourselves up for the next lessons that are, are in store for us. So within a Saturn return, everything we know is questioned. We are challenged to review and to rewrite, and in some cases, to completely start fresh. So when we apply the world with a Saturn return, we see the more positive end goal of this often difficult, bumpy road in our in our lifetimes, difficult period. It offers us hope and reassurance that this kind of bad negative or difficult challenges we're facing are to help us become the next version of ourselves. These challenges will eventually be overcome. And you will come out the other side feeling stronger and with more clarity than you had before your Saturn return. So now we've covered the cards that are supporting us through this. Let's have a look at the thing itself. So you may or may not be familiar with the theory of a Saturn return. So I'm just going to start from the beginning. So when we are born, 
all the planets in our solar system are in a specific place within the sky. So we can see this in our birth chart. So if you're not familiar with your birth chart, and I highly recommend that you use a free online tool to generate yours. I think tarot.com have one. Astrology Cafe was another one that has one. So even if you can't read it fully because they are quite complicated, I call it planet maths because <laughs> it's a complicated form of astrology. So even if you can't read it fully, it will show you where Saturn was at the time of your birth. So I talk more about that on the blog and also in the guide that I mentioned in the intro, the free guide. So if you want to um, kind of delve into that a little bit more than you can do in the guide. But essentially when we say Saturn return, what we mean is that Saturn has done a full orbit of the sun, like a one full turn, and it's once again back in the exact same position it was in when you entered into this world. So it takes Saturn around 28 to 30 years to fully orbit the sun, which is why we experience a Saturn return on our like 28th to 30th year on the planet. So our 28th to 30th birthdays. So the planet of Saturn rules over our limitations, self-discipline, and also responsibility within the world of astrology. So when we are born, Saturn will gift us with a certain set of traits that will depend on its placement within the sky. So I won't go into too much detail because I'll end up confusing both myself and you as well, because I know what I need to know about birth charts. And then that's where I kind of end things. Because like I said, it is planet maths and I don't like regular maths. So planet maths is even more complicated. So when it returns, when Saturn returns to its position around our 28th year, it then makes us question these things in particular. So those things that Saturn rules and kind of traits that it gifts us, it starts to make us think about how they benefit us, how they fit in our lives. So for example, in my chart, Saturn sits in the middle of my first and second house. So these houses represent the self, persona, self-identity, values, finances, and money areas of my life. So therefore, with Saturn being the biggest energy in those houses at the time of my birth, I have developed a certain sense of identity through money and material possessions, as well as making my career and business a big part of how I identify and value myself. So when I went through my Saturn return, I found that I really struggled with who I was outside of my work and career. I felt like I'd lost myself within the work a little bit of trying to climb the career ladder and Saturn came home, burst through the door like that big, like the big bird gif. I don't know if anyone's seen the big bird gif. I use it quite a lot where he just breaks down the door and got up in my face and basically said, really, how sure are you? about these areas of your life. Are you happy about it? I think you should do massive, huge changes and go on a journey of personal discovery on the other side of the world. And that's what I did. So I completely uprooted and turned everything on its head because Saturn came back and went, okay, well, you've built this life, but is it actually what you wanted? Is this actually what you had planned for yourself? So you don't need to know all the astrology stuff to tackle your Saturn return. But if you do know a bit about astrology and birth charts, then it can be really helpful. If you don't know anything and you just find them really confusing, then 
don't worry they're not essential to understanding a Saturn return. I just found it helpful to apply those things to my own Saturn return to kind of help me give more context and explanation around why I desi- decided to completely flip the table that was my life when I turned 28. So the point of a Saturn return is to help us continue to grow and develop as people, especially just when we start to think we have life figured out which most 30-year-olds assume that they will do, it kind of keeps you on your toes and it makes sure we can continue to grow time and time again and make sure that we we never stay stagnant. So it can also be that you've become too comfortable with a life that isn't actually benefiting you in any way. So you might have become too safe in your little bubble and you have no reason to challenge yourself. So Saturn comes back home and gives you something to think about, really challenges those beliefs that you have. So sometimes I imagine Saturn breaking down the door, kind of not saying a word and then just throwing stuff at me while I have to dodge flying objects. No explanation as to why. I just have to think on my feet and try and work through the situation. So it's a real um, kind of equilibrium shaker. It comes in, flips the table, and then you have to just gather yourself again and try and figure out what pieces fit where and what no longer feels normal and safe and and really just redesigning how you see life. Hello my loves, I'm quickly butting into this episode just to quickly tell you about the Soul Tarot coaching sessions. So if you feel like there's something blocking you from reaching your goals or stopping you from feeling completely aligned with life and your authentic self, then Soul Tarot coaching could be for you. My Soul Tarot coaching sessions are a two-part coaching service that consists of a tarot discovery session and a follow-up soul strategy session with a week of rest and recuperation in the middle. Using the tarot, we start to uncover the thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and habits that are currently stopping you from being who you want to be or living a life you love. Our soul strategy session then takes all those discoveries and helps you create a plan of action to overcome, work through, or accept what is needed to move you forwards towards your goals. If this resonates with you, then why not get in touch to book your discovery call? We can chat about what you're struggling with right now, and I can tell you whether a soul tarot coaching session is the right course of action for you. So simply head to the link in the show notes to book your call or session, and we can get started. Now, let's get back to this week's self-care tarot episode. So I found that my Saturn return felt very random. It just seemed to kind of happen overnight. I talk about my own experience in more detail in the blog, but I felt like I had it like all that, everything that I ever wanted until I just suddenly didn't feel like that anymore. So there wasn't any big life changing catalyst that made me want to completely rewrite everything. I just woke up one morning and started like booking these huge experiences. And I remember I said that Saturn sits in my first and second houses in my birth chart so being frivolous with money is kind of not my thing (laughs) I'm quite frugal but it was during that time where I was just like my credit card and bank account didn't get a rest and I walked the line of some serious debt luckily my slightly obsessive fear of debt kept me 
in the safe zone, but I definitely lost all of my usual responsibility around money during that time. I look back on that time for for context, I've just turned 32 and the bulk of my Saturn return happened bang on my 28th and 29th years. I don't really recognise the person that I was. It was like I'd regressed into an 18 year old with absolutely no life experience or responsibility or knowledge or wisdom or anything. So a quarter life crisis, the non-astrologically minded might call it, it is where you just completely lose your marbles and run around doing all the things despite the consequences. And this was the tower part of my life where the entire structure was just demolished. Like I quit my job, gave up my apartment, I left on a plane with a group of people I'd never met to a country I'd never been to, 11,000 miles away from everything that I'd grown up with and that I knew. And that tower came crashing down and all this happened within a couple of months. The main thing though was that never once did I wonder if I was doing the right thing. I was so 100% sure that this was what I was meant to be doing at that point in my life. So I think that's the comforting part of a Saturn return because when you speak about it from the outside it sounds terrifying but it makes you fly off the rails but for the most part you feel like yeah this is meant to happen. I'm meant to have this experience. So even if you feel completely lost about what lies ahead in the future and you have no idea what you're doing, it feels oddly normal and natural. So at least for me, I don't know if other people have had different experiences or maybe I'm just being more optimistic in hindsight, but that's kind of how it felt to me. So even though everything was chaotic and unsure and not certain, I didn't feel out of control or like like something was happening that I didn't want to happen. It was just very natural. It just flowed very well. So if you're going through your own Saturn return right now and you're having a little panic, like if you just started out and you're like, whoa, what the hell? My advice would be to work on letting go of control and allow whatever is going to happen to just happen. So being fully connected with your intuition at this time can be a lifesaver. It can help guide you through the worst parts of it. So this is not a time for making long-term plans because I promise you what lies ahead for you at the end of this journey will not be anything you could think of right now. So what you go through during this journey will teach you things you didn't know you needed to learn. It will show you parts of yourself you didn't even know existed. Some you may like the look of and some you might not. But this period between 28 and 30, that's a time where you have the ability and the flexibility and the kind of confidence to make massive mistakes and make massive life changes without feeling the risk. Even if the risk is there, you don't feel like it's a risk. So I know I definitely learned what I didn't want and what I didn't want to be during this time. And even though that sounds less than ideal because you want everything to be positive and you to be very sure about everything. I'm glad I learned those lessons when I did because they've led me to where I am now. So now we come to the world part of our journey. So deep breath out. Oh my god, there's a lot of stuff. So as you start to come out of your Saturn return, you'll start to have a better idea of 
what you want life to look like. So there's a deep sense of clarity and alignment that comes to you as Saturn starts its next orbit and kind of leaves leaves you be. So a bit like like a weight being lifted and you finally feel like the world around you has stopped spinning. However, you may feel like you've got a lot to rebuild. So we've just moved through the tower, remember? So there's a lot of destruction, a lot of aftermath to pick through. Even though this may be a daunting thought, remember that you won't be doing it as the you you are now or the you that you were before your Saturn return. You'll be a completely different person when that time comes. So you'll be older, you'll be wiser, you'll be more confident, you'll give less of a fuck about what others think, you'll have more clarity about who you are and where you want to go in life. So the aftermath of a Saturn return isn't so much of a new chapter, it's more like a sequel to the entire first book, the chamber of secrets of your life if you are a Harry Potter fan. The most important thing to remember is to not discount this period as a period to move past and forget about. So if you sit down and really assess the lessons you were given and how you reacted to them, you can get a huge amount of growth out of that experience. So this time in your life is, it's really there to transform you into the person you need to be in order to make the most of this new cycle in your life. You've become this person because the old you didn't have what was needed in order to weather the storms and take on the challenges that lie ahead for you from this point onwards. So using my own experience, like I've said before, this is the only frame of reference I have. So it may be a little bit different for other people, but using my own Saturn return, I look at where I was before and where I ended up and there is no way if it had been left solely up to me, would I have done the things that I have done or become the person that I am today? So there's no way I would have started my own business. I wouldn't have traveled. I wouldn't have met the people I met. I wouldn't have made the connections I've made or learned what I've learned about myself and what I want and what I need as well to to be happy and be content. So I needed the Saturn return to come in and do that flipping the table thing and flip my life on its head so that I could see that it was a life that did not fit with the most authentic self. So you kind of move from, when you're in your 20s, you kind of move away from an idea of what you want to be and start moving into what you actually are. So in your 20s, I feel like you're always trying to create yourself. You're always trying to make changes so that you look a certain way or you do a certain thing. And then as you enter that kind of 30th year, when Saturn leaves and kind of goes back on its little journey, that's when you start to stop doing that and stop trying to be something and instead you just be. So it's a very freeing time. There's a lot of lessons. <laughs> it's not exactly an easy time, but it is, I think, one of the most important astrological events that can happen to us. Right, it is time for some journaling. So we're going to be working with the Tower and the World for this journaling sesh and we'll start with two prompts inspired by the destruction of the Tower 
and then we'll end with the reunification of the world. So hopefully this gives you a better idea of how to healthily tackle your Saturn return. So prompt one, compartmentalize your life into the following sections. So relationships, home, career, social life, spirituality, and sense of self. And you can do this using a pie chart. You can do it in columns or simple headers. You can do it in bullet points, whatever kind of floats your boat. Then in each of those areas, write down what you have to lose. So what could easily be gone tomorrow? Then prompt two. Next, think about what effect losing those things would have on you. So how would you feel about it? What lessons would that experience teach you? what worries or challenges come up as a result of losing those things. So really imagine a life where those things that you've written in those columns or, you know, bullet points or whatever, they no longer exist. They're taken away overnight. What does the aftermath of that look like for you? Then prompt three, free, <laughs> prompt free. Now we move on to the reunification of the world card. So think about what could replace those things you've lost? So leave rational thinking at the door. Whatever comes to mind, write that down. There is no wrong answers. You do not have to be realistic about this. Just allow your intuition and your instinct to tell you, you know, what could replace those things. And then finally, prompt four, what would be the pros and cons of replacing those previous things with your new things? So what could these new things teach you? How do they make you feel compared to how the other stuff made you feel? Do they benefit you more or force you to take step backwards? So really comparing what we've lost with what we gain. And this helps you to not only start to think about how you could problem solve and how you could ease the kind of... Um, fear that you might get if you're taking a big risk or if Saturn return really shakes up a specific part of your life and you're like oh my god what do I do now you're really starting to think on your feet and being able to to pick yourself up a lot faster because you're going to need it when you're going through the Saturn return so a Saturn return tends to happen to everyone whether you feel it like like a nice little peck on the cheek or if you feel it like a massive kiss from a bulldozer either one, it will happen. If we learn anything from this time of life, it's that what will be, will find a way to be. So fate will take over and we will have very little choice but to start going with the flow and taking more of a passive standpoint than our sometimes overly controlling selves of our teens and our 20s. So most people I've talked to about their Saturn return have had nothing but positive outcomes. They've all realised a calling they've been suppressing or taken a leap that they had always been scared to take. In fact, I know very few people that are worse off after their Saturn return. In fact, I don't know any people who are worse off after their Saturn return. So if you're about to enter into this period, enjoy the chaotic ride that is coming your way. It's hard but it can be a lot of fun if you kind of submit yourself to it and let it take you to wherever it thinks you are supposed to be. And yeah, just go with the flow and remember that in the moment, in the time, during those kind of three years, 
it won't feel terrifying. It'll look terrifying from the outside, but it won't feel that way. And it really is just a roller coaster of a <laughs> over three years, leading you right up to your thirties, where it just throws you out, and then you just carry on with life as normal. So that is it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got a lot out of it. If you do want to download that Saturn Returns um, ebook, that guide. I'll put a link in the show notes of where you can find that as well. So you can go download that. And yeah, I will leave you there and I will speak to you in the next episode. Bye bye, guys.